Welcome to Be All You Are, a Midlife Awakening Podcast. I'm your host, Kena Paranjape, the founder of All You Are, a women's lifestyle brand, an entrepreneur, writer, and mother. This podcast is all about stepping into all you are. It's about reconnecting to your inner voice so you can hear the whispers of your true desires and cultivate the courage to create the life that is meant for you. Your dreams are your soul's voice. They are worth your time and attention. Now head out on that solo walk or settle into a cozy spot with a favorite beverage and join me. I can't wait to meet you. Hello, beautiful friends. Welcome back to another episode of Be All You Are, a Midlife Awakening podcast. We are now on episode seven, and I'm really starting to get into the groove of this podcast host thing. I'm really loving it. And if anything, that's a lesson in and of itself is you're not going to feel comfortable. You're not going to feel like, you know, you're a pro when you are doing something for the first or second, or to be honest, even seventh time. It takes just showing up and doing it over and over again. But the good news is that we can start at any time. So thank you for coming along with me on this journey. And I'm so excited for where this podcast is going to go and the plans that I have and the conversations I'm going to have with you in mind. Thank you for sharing your thoughts so far and for your ideas and for your feedback. I love it all. Before we get started on today's episode, I wanted to talk to you about my program, Be All You Are. It's a group program for women who are mostly in midlife and who are finding themselves at a crossroads. They may have spent many years in a career, being very successful in their career, and at this point feel like they're ready for something new, but have no idea where to begin and feel a lot of pressure to you know, withhold their status. There's a lot of over-identification with our roles, both at home and at work, and it's time to start to reconnect with that inner voice that we all have, that wisdom within that we all have. And through these 12 weeks together, we, in a group setting, reconnect to that voice and start to think about what we really desire for our lives and from the place of our most authentic selves, instead of from the voices that sort of surround us. We just really want to focus on what feels true to us. So that's my group program, Be All You Are. The next cohort, which is will be the fifth cohort, starts on May 11th, Thursday, May 11th at noon. If you are interested in learning more about that, you can send me a DM. You can send me a note through the website, allyouare.ca, and I'd love to hear from you. The second thing is I have a free masterclass that is launching on May 2nd. It's at May 2nd, again, noon Eastern, which is, a, which is a Tuesday, and I'm doing a free one-hour masterclass called Recharge and Renew. And the idea came to me as I was enjoying the beautiful weather here in Toronto the past week and walking through the neighborhood and just seeing how life in our natural world is coming alive. It's coming, you know... It's, it's being all renewed. We're seeing it all around us. And 
I thought about how even for us, winter is a time where we tend to withdraw, we tend to hibernate a little, we tend to sit with whatever it is that we are feeling. And for us, this is also our time to begin to release what no longer serves us. You know, I say do some internal spring cleaning and to open ourselves up to what is truly meant for us in this beautiful season. And so the workshop is called Recharge and Renew. And that's exactly what we're going to do for an hour on Tuesday, May 2nd at noon. You can sign up for that workshop at allur.ca slash recharge dash renew. That link is in the show notes as well, as well as the link to learn more about Be All You Are, my group program. All right, we are now ready to get started on today's episode. Have you ever thought about the fact that there is a difference between what we actually experience in our lives and then the story that we tell ourselves about what we have experienced. There is a difference. There is this sort of factual tale of where we've been, and then there is our take on what it is that we've been through. And the former, so meaning what we've actually been through, we have no control over it. It's happened, it happened the way it happened, but the latter, meaning our story, is completely in our hands. We get to choose the story we tell ourselves about ourselves. For a very long time, I thought I had my story down pat. Now, if you've listened to the first episode or if you've read my emails, my Sunday notes, if you receive those, then you'll have likely heard some of my story. And I'm going to tell a very short form of it only because I want to get back to the story part of it. So when I was 30 years old, my husband, who was my high school sweetheart, became extremely ill. And when I say ill, I mean he was in the ICU, in and out of the ICU, in the hospital for four months. And when he was finally ready to leave the hospital, he was not back to normal. He had very serious medical issues that were permanent. And we had to find a way to live with those issues for as long as he was alive. And at that point, the doctors really didn't know how long that would be. And after seven long years of he and I doing the best to live, you know, as fully as we could in spite of what we were going through, my husband passed away. Now, up until this point, you are hearing the facts around what I experienced. All of those things happened, and they happened just the way I described them. But this is where the story comes in. So after my husband passed away, I was bent on proving to myself that what had happened to me wasn't proof of some sad fate that had been handed down to me. You know, through those years, I'd seen myself through other people's eyes. I saw how people looked at me and, and you know, felt sad for me. And some of that was truly just love and compassion and empathy. But all I could see through their eyes was this sense of poor her. Poor her, and I'm so glad that's not me. <laughs> that's the sense I got. And so I wanted to prove to everyone 
that I wasn't meant to be sad and alone. And I didn't want to be seen as a pitiful widow. And I wanted to prove that not only to everybody else, but to myself and prove it. I did. I went on to remarry. I had a beautiful daughter who I've mentioned before on the podcast And I started a new business, among many other things. Except I didn't actually believe the story I was telling myself. Up until very recently, there was a part of me, deep in my subconscious, that believed the story that things would always be hard for me. I believed that because I was strong, and because I have proven myself to be strong, that difficult things would be handed to me to prove my strength. If you had asked me this, I would have said, no, of course that's not true. But I recently have come to realize how deeply that was planted in my subconscious. And I also believe that regardless of how hard I tried to shed my sad story, there was a part of me that's too, that is just too open and too empathetic to not invite new ones in. And that's the story that has held me back in so many ways, because even when a sense of joy and ease and freedom flows into my life, there's a part of me that feels a lot of discomfort in that because I think at some point it's going to end. But just a few weeks ago, a new story was planted in my heart and in my mind, and It's a different story. It's a story that feels empowering. It feels hopeful. And it feels like one that I want to attach myself to. It's a story that I can now replace that other story with. And it's a story that I feel really sets me free in so many ways. And the funny thing is where this came from was listening to another podcast. So I was listening to Susie Moore. She's a coach and she has a podcast called Let It Be Easy. And she said this phrase in one of her interviews with someone else on her show. It was very much in passing. And she said, the greater your challenges, the greater your destiny. Now, I don't know if somebody famous has said this before, but something in that moment just hit hit for me. And I started to feel like, wow, this is a new story that I can tell myself. The greater your challenge challenges, the greater your destiny. And I've since said that phrase to other women who have, are either in my group or who have I know who have gone through tough things. And believe me, there is a time to share this with them. But When you're ready, it helps you to let go of your own story and helps you to see a much more expansive future for yourself. So since I heard those words, the greater your challenges, the greater your destiny, I haven't been able to get them out of my head. And I realized that it is because they just instantly help me tell a new story for myself. It doesn't erase what I've been through it, it in fact embraces what I've been through and says that because it's because of what I've been through that there is this wider possibility for me. 
I've spoken on the show before that I have a mission to empower women to go after their dreams in a major way. It's the reason I left a 20-year career in retail and a reason why I pretty much started all over again at the age of 47. I just believe so strongly that if more women stepped out of fear and into possibility and truly felt empowered in a way that so few of us have, the dynamic in the entire world would change for the better. I'm not kidding. The deeper that I go into this work and the more I connect with women on this level, the stronger I feel that we are all holding ourselves back so much. Even those women who seem like they've won, you know, they're like this SVP of whatever company and they have a team and they're married and they own their house. Even women who have all those external accolades struggle with feeling empowered to be themselves, to create in the world, to serve in a way that would feel so expansive to them. And we need to change that. So this phrase, again, the greater your challenges, the greater your destiny, helps me to see my story and my mission to help women in a whole new light. It helps me lean into it. It helps me feel so strongly that this is what I meant to do. And, you know, again, I I often say we need to assign meaning to what we've been through and how powerful it is to make that decision to decide what meaning we're going to assign to something. But, you know, for a long time, it was difficult for me to understand my sort of strange and unusual story There aren't a lot of women my age who had to take care of somebody, you know, at the young age of 30 something for so many years, and then to lose your spouse at that age. I spent so many years suffering, not understanding what I was going through and why and seeking answers. And to be honest, there was a huge part of the intergenerational stories and cultural stories that I was actively trying to reject, but still settled into my subconscious, you know, wondering if I just had bad luck or if I had done something wrong in a past life. These were all things that had those, they were all actual phrases that I heard around me. And I know that these stories have been passed down from through the generations, especially in my culture, you know, my culture of origin, which is from India. And they're hard to let go of, even if at face value, you reject them. But now I see it all in a different light. And I now believe that I went through those things so that I could become more compassionate and more in touch with what really matters And also so that I could become more brave. And I know that I've done the hard work of assigning meaning to what I went through and of trying to be who I, or become who I was meant to become through those experiences. But now I feel like what I've experienced is truly a gift. 
And it's a gift that I'm meant to share with others. And isn't that a way better story? And that got me thinking about the story we each tell ourselves. Each of us has our, you know, timeline of events, the facts. This is what happened in my life. But when you look at it yourself, you'll see that you don't repeat the facts to yourself. You are repeating the story to yourself over and over again. And you may change the story slightly here and there, but depending on how many times that story has been running through your head, you've really created like this deep like path in your mind and in your body about your story. And the truth is that our story is not the truth. Our story is only an interpretation of the facts. So this week, I want you to take a hard look at the stories you tell yourself. And I want you to ask yourself these three questions. First, does your story make you feel good? When you repeat your story to yourself or to others, or just observe how you tell your own story in your mind, does it make you feel good or does it make you feel sad? Does it make you feel disempowered? Does it make you feel weak? The second question is, is your story serving you? Is it setting you up to move through your life with more ease, with more joy? Is it making you feel like the best version of yourself? The third question is, does your story allow for a better, more expansive ending? In any given moment, we can go in an infinite number of directions. We really get to choose moment to moment how we're going to show up in our lives. And the story that you tell yourself about yourself hugely, hugely influences what comes next and where you're going to end up. You know, what's that winding path and where is the, where is, what's the end result? And so recrafting your story will allow you to get to a much more beautiful, more expansive ending if you consciously choose to look at the story you've been telling yourself. So if you answered no to any of these questions, and I'll repeat them again quickly, does your story make you feel good? Is your story serving you? Does your story allow for a more beautiful, more expansive ending? And if your answer is no to any of these questions, maybe it's time to choose a different story. The stories we tell ourselves matter. They affect how we feel about ourselves and in turn, what we believe is possible for us. Tell yourself a new story. Tell yourself a story that serves you, that empowers you, and that allows you to create a future that is absolutely available to you. I believe this with all of my heart, and I hope you'll take them a minute just to think about what story you're telling yourself. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I wanted to ask you if you are enjoying the podcast 
to share it with someone that you love and someone that you think it might really resonate with. Maybe it's someone who needs to hear the message that I share today. I would also love if you would share it on Instagram and please do leave me a review as well. You can also sign up for my Sunday newsletter. It's called A Quiet Sunday Morning Note. If you go to allyouare.ca slash Sunday dash note, and we'll include the link to that in the show notes as well. Thank you so much again for joining me and I will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you found inspiration and use this podcast to start stepping into all you are. To hear more about the podcast, follow me over on Instagram at Kana underscore all you are. Send me a DM. I'd love to hear from you. And if you're loving the podcast, I'd be so honored if you'd go ahead and hit that subscribe button and leave me a five-star review. Until next time, remember to keep exploring what it means to be all you are.